0: Welcome to the Aspiring CMO Podcast, where every week it is my immense privilege to sit down with successful entrepreneurs, content creators, and marketers to find out how they got to where they are today and what strategies and tactics we can learn to build our businesses and brands. Today's episode, I'm going to sit down with the co-founder of Sir Linksalot, a successful backlink building agency. And if you don't know what that is, let's just get into the video.
1: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Annie's Podcast. We're here today with Chris Gigis Chris is one of the founders of sirlinksalot.co a popular link building agency come to us for all of your backlink needs yeah we also run a podcast we've got a facebook group uh am i missing anything
0: no nope.
1: <laughs> i think that's all the important stuff that's
0: awesome i was waiting for this moment because i've been following sirlinks a lot for at least a year now and the classic introduction from chris always like calms me i'm ready for seo
1: yeah i was telling annie before that i've been i've had quests to do asmr videos so maybe one day
0: <laughs> maybe one day not yet but okay. maybe one day All right, so welcome to the show. I'm super happy you're here. And uh, how has it been to travel and run your business at the same time?
1: Oh, I feel like it's actually way worse. No way. (laughs) Way worse as far as like getting work done because you know, you're always like, I don't know, getting used to like a new location or meeting people or doing something kind of cool. So it's way better like uh, for like health reasons. I think just like getting out, seeing more people. Uh, But as far as getting work done, I'm still trying to like find my group. Um, Yeah, what do you think?
0: I think that traveling and working it's just not that effective. But yeah. if you are in a place where a lot of people are working, like Chiang Mai, then you get to be productive. But other side of the world, I have not
1: been. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm still trying to kind of like find my groove, right? Um, but yeah, Chiang Mai, there's just so many people. So it's so easy to do other stuff versus just, you know, when I'm back in the US, I kind of just like shut myself in and um, yeah, just get a ton of work done.
0: Awesome. How did you guys find, uh, the, uh, found the company?
1: Uh, yeah. So Sir so lot started, I think in 2017. Yeah, I was living in actually, I can't remember when I moved back to the U.S., but um, I was living in Shanghai at the time, and um, I was looking for a way out of teaching English. I used to be an English teacher. Yeah, so my co-founder Nick um, had been doing SEO for a while. He had done uh, he had uh, Freedom Links before; it was a PBN company. And um, so, yeah, I had kind of started doing SEO. I had some local clients. I was doing some affiliate stuff, uh, just as a way to try to start getting out of teaching English and actually start making some money. And then I guess Nick saw that I was just kind of going like all in, right? I was just like spending all my time that I wasn't working just doing this other thing and so he was like oh hey you want to start this other kind of like little project with me Uh, and the idea was it was gonna be a link building company that was kind of uh, fuller in scope than freedom links you know freedom links was just um, just BBN yeah so yeah that's how we got started Um, it started off like really small we were just doing link insertions and then it kind of just expanded over time into offering kind of basically everything right any kind of backlinks besides like PR like Haro okay so what do
0: you think that your company is doing different than
1: other link building companies you know like when when I came into SEO, which was after Nick, my first impression of the industry was like, everything's a scam. Like none of this is real, everything's a scam. Like I didn't trust anything. I was just like, I didn't believe anybody. And so the idea was, or my idea was, okay, we're just gonna make like an extremely friendly, trustworthy brand. We're not gonna use like overly aggressive kind of like sales type stuff. We're gonna actually have like good customer service that like answers you like within a day and doesn't like string you out for months and trying to like, before they fulfill your order or whatever. But yeah, it was just the idea of like bringing like anything a normal company would have to do to succeed and bring that into like link building which it just to me at the time it just seemed like that wasn't there yeah um so yeah that was kind of like the foundation of what we what, yeah what we built everything on
0: so today how big is your company since nick and you started
1: we're in like lower kind of like seven figures kind of zone so we're how pretty happy le-
0: how does lower so- seven figures is a big number so yeah
1: so like yeah probably around like uh one to um million a year something like that
0: i hope every listener can listen to this how you can turn your career from english teaching to a seven-figure company <laughs> yeah I think that's a cool story that you have there yeah
1: you know I was I was really ha- like I, I remember when our first sale came in right and it was actually for something like quite expensive I think it was like a package for like $1,600 it was like literally our, our first sale and I was just so happy when that money came in I was like I didn't believe it I was like this isn't real it just felt weird that you know because it actually came in when I was sleeping as well and it was just it was just so weird And I actually like ran outside I was like so I was visiting my dad at the time I'm like hey dad look um and he was like he thought it was a scam or something Oh, no. It's just yeah, it was really funny. It is.
0: It, well, it is hard to believe that it is possible to make serious money on the internet and it's not a scam.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had Jackie Cho on our podcast recently, and he's actually a competitor. I think our, our last two uh, guests have actually been competitors. They're also doing backlinks.
0: Indexy. Yeah,
1: Indexy. And then uh, we had Julian Goldie on as well, uh, who also does link building. Really good guy. But you know, the idea, like, it, there's just such a big pie there. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, a million other people could come and do backlinks, and we're still going to be fine. There's just like so much. Opportunity opportunity. opportunity there and it feels like we're honestly just like scraping like the very like edge of it you know just like barely getting in Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. so do you think that because um now you know google is really going for the authority website as a result your backlink building company has been growing
1: um it's hard to say really you know actually first of all at the end of like every year for some reason around this time of the year it gets a little bit slower for some reason like after black friday during covid we kind of just it was like we were like we just grew like so fast and now that covid was over we kind of expected to shrink a little bit but yeah just kind of seeing to keep growing I, I, I think I got off track what was the question again
0: but no like um after you know AI came in plus Google started to hunt down affiliate website because of the crap content mm-hmm. I was thinking that and many people that link building will have a lot higher value because links is going to be the differentiator between a DR20 versus I don't know 50 website
1: for sure yeah you know so that's the idea right is that as content becomes equalized and everyone's kind of on a similar level even though they're really not you still have to put in I think a decent amount of work in AI content to get it like acceptable unless you're kind of doing more of like a churn and burn kind of like experiment type thing. It just carries more risk, right? But yeah, I think, you know, as far as like the future goes, I think link building seems like pretty steady, right? Because, you know, I'm actually making a post. I always, I make posts like this uh, somewhat regularly talking about how like backlinks are king just to get some like engagement or whatever. I really think backlinks are king, right? Because like if you go look at any competitive SERP, right? Like anything competitive, no, no like easy stuff, you know, it's just dominated by high authority sites. Or you look at like Parasite SEO, like the entire reason Parasite SEO works is not because of good content. It's because these sites have a ton of authority. They're super general. They don't have topical authority. It's just like brute force backlink authority, right? Mm, I see. So yeah, it definitely feels kind of like a safe spot. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And now do you experiment with the Parasite SEO ever, ever since? Do you experiment with <laughs> Parasite? It? No. Okay. Honestly,
1: we're just kind of heads down, just like focusing on what we have right now and trying to scale that. But there is some Parasite SEO coming into like our SERPs, like, you know, keywords for like link building. I started to see like Outlook India and stuff in, like a, a month or two ago. So maybe we'll have to get on some parasite. But yeah, as far as right now, it's not really in our SERPs too much. So I just haven't been focusing on okay. it too much. All right. And what excites you the most right now in
0: your, to grow or develop your business? Yeah, I
1: mean, we're, we're basically, we have a ton of untapped potential. Tell me about it. For example, like we haven't even fulfilled like our topical cluster for like link building on our website or like we could grow organic a ton. We are complete noobs with ads. So there's a ton we can do with ads alone. Like if you look at, who is it? Not Rhino Rank. Uh, Fat Joe like Fat Joe's like entire business model for their link building agency revolves around paid mm-hmm. and they pay like a ton I, I can't remember how much they do each month but it's it's quite a lot and so we could make like an entire you know we could basically have our entire company just based on ads alone which we have like barely started to explore we're complete noobs at email marketing so we've got the email list of like 5 to 10k people but um, we're not like that it's just kind of like a, a side thing on our site like people don't even know we have an email list
0: <laughs> but you have 5,000 subscribers that's amazing 5 to 10 re- these yeah
1: but we're just lucky I think we've just been in the business since like 2017 so people see us on YouTube or whatever they come to our site and maybe they eventually see a subscribe button somewhere I Mm -hmm. guess I'm not really sure how it works out but we like we don't push it at all and we're not very aggressive with our emailing and stuff so like we could push that really hard also video like we are on YouTube but honestly our channel is extremely low effort and so what I mean by that is like we do these weekly live streams where we just do Q&A sessions for an hour right and then we just cut those videos up and throw them on YouTube with no editing so it's literally us, like answering a question live, no preparation, no video editing, no visuals, just like us like completely you know free answering questions. Yeah, so YouTube, it will never grow like the way a YouTube channel that actually gets like love put into it will grow, right? We do the podcast, we do the live streams, but we don't actually do these like super engaging videos, editing and us like doing lots of screen share and stuff like that. So for example, like Julian Goldie's channel, right? Like, I think he takes like one to two hours a day to make his daily videos, but they're like so good. You know, it's just him. They're not like super prepared or anything, but he's actually doing stuff Stuff on the screen and like showing people how to do stuff that's like super actionable and so people end up watching the whole thing because it's just super it's good content versus ours which is literally just like answering a question real quick right with like no visual so mm-hmm. those are like the main things we want to focus on that we haven't really yet and there's just a ton of potential there so like right now we're just like doing everything like kind of okay and this is, should be like super inspirational for anyone right like if you just do everything kind of okay and then you like put some like love into your product and like your customer service and stuff like there's so much money on the internet
0: it's insane hi thank you so much for listening to this far into the episode and if you want to meet successful online entrepreneurs and SEOs just like you make sure you join the SEO Mastery Summit from April 7 to 11 in the center of Ho Chi Minh City we'll have over 15 international speakers coming from all over the world and attendees joining to make connections and build their businesses to their best potential in 2024 so our first SEO Mastery Summit event sold out so make sure you grab your tickets today because we are in Increasing prices at the end of every single month. So I'll hope to see you there, and let's get back to the episode. Okay. <laughs> so it, it applies to anything you say. I think
1: it applies to like literally any company, like any kind of like online-based, you know, kind of like service, whatever company. Okay.
0: So um if you do, I don't know, let's say video editing, kind of mm. okay, but you're really attentive, like you pay attention to your client more, like you have a good customer service and communication, that will set you apart and make your business do well. Yeah.
1: Like if you just do all the things and like all the things that like a normal business would do, right? Like if you just actually try to like be a brand like a a real company that just covers all the bases like i think anyone can make lots of money on the internet there's just so much opportunity there and yeah you like so if if you have a good product right of course it's good and you can put like lots and lots of love in your product that will make you know things a lot easier but uh yeah just also just doing all the stuff and not even doing them not even doing it very well is just like such a easy thing to do and so powerful right okay that's
0: really i guess inspirational for me too to see Uh, oh some people think like oh i have to be perfect at this thing and then reach out to people and like offer my services or offer my products but that will just kind of delay the time Mm -hmm. that you actually pitch yourself
1: yeah so that's actually something i had big problems with as well uh which my uh business partner helped me get over you know i'm definitely way more of a perfectionist and like if something wasn't just absolutely perfect i wouldn't want it to go live or release it or whatever but he was more along the lines of like you know basically you're way more critical of your own work than other people are and when you really measure your product up against other people's products or your content against theirs or your videos against theirs. Like what the person who's consuming all of this sees and feels is much different than what you do. And so the idea of just getting it like good and then like shipping immediately or releasing immediately I feel like is such a powerful thing.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And now I want would like to ask you this question because I think it would be very inspirational for other people. Like you were teaching English and then you built this really amazing um, business that people in this industry know. but do you know business before? Like- Like while you were teaching English, did you have like any business knowledge or how did that, how did you um, like learn that?
1: I mean, I had a business minor in college, which basically means nothing.
0: (laughs) those those were
1: by far my easiest uh, classes that I took Uh, so yeah thanks University of Texas Uh, (laughs) shout out to your extremely easy like business minor but yeah I mean as far as you know I just I just basically took the idea of like other companies and other products and stuff that I trusted and like everything that uh, we would do I would just like model it off of someone else how do they handle their customer service what does their website look at what does their email marketing look at all of these answers are actually just they're there for you to see like you don't need like a course or anything right you can just literally like um, if you just like shop Online or like buy services online or whatever. You just kind of get used to how it feels and stuff and then just try to do that or improve upon things you thought were horrible or yeah. just kind of that idea. I
0: think that's a great takeaway because people would be paying like tens of thousands of dollars for either a degree, which mm-hmm. is like just as useful as your minor, um, or even like business coaches to start from zero and like when you start from zero with a big business coach, like you just being in a loss.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of just kind of like learning to do to do things yourself for sure. You know, I can't say there was like no advantage to going to college pretty good for like networking and i don't know maybe just getting you used to like producing a level of quality work i guess like mm-hmm. i guess we call like soft skills but yeah there's just you can just teach yourself anything like as long as you're like passionate about what you're doing i feel like it's just like unlimited mm-hmm. absolutely unlimited yeah
0: how did you find your passion in link
1: building in seo actually i didn't want to do link building Great. when i when i first got into seo i was just like i was going like hard on like client mainly i had some like affiliate stuff but i was really interested in client for some reason it seemed like to me the money was just easy. I liked the idea of being able to like help someone else's business, like in a very like uh direct, like hands-on, like kind of full service kind of uh thing. And I had never considered link building at all really. And it was purely uh Nick, uh, my partner, who convinced me to do that. So basically when he convinced me to do that, I basically had to like just leave my life behind. I was like, left my girlfriend in China, moved back to the U.S. Um, Yeah, just kind of like, yeah, we just started like working with like no income and just like building from the ground up. There's just completely bootstrapped from there
0: that's wow that's very inspiring so like you guys started like from zero and then maybe one or two clients at the time and then you guys build it up like that
1: yeah just slowly Mm -hmm. like in the beginning yeah it was just like no sales right you're like just getting started and we were you know like hustling on facebook we didn't even have like a blog or anything on our site yet we were literally just like in the facebook groups like talking to people and stuff um you know giving it like helping people that had questions or whatnot and kind of like throwing in something here and there that oh by the way we we sell backlinks or whatever not like pushing them too hard i guess you know we weren't like spamming people in there like in their inbox or whatever hey, like dear. yeah yeah we weren't we weren't like super aggressive or anything just a little bit more like casual kind of helpful approach and yeah then started the blog and everything and it kind of just started picking up from there yeah, i don't think we i don't think we paid ourselves a salary for the first uh like six to nine months just working yeah
0: so you guys didn't even pay yourself a salary for Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was a little bit rough.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I actually went back and lived with my mom for a little bit, even though I had like enough. I had like enough money to save up to I could have lived somewhere, but it really bothered me like the idea of just like bleeding money uh, while none was coming in. So you know, uh, nice enough for my mom, thanks mom, um, that she let me kind of hang out at her place for a little bit until yeah, we got the money kind of rolling in enough to uh, pay ourselves like really like meager salaries in the beginning, and then moved up to Mm -hmm. um, to Austin, and uh, so I could be closer with Nick. And we built a little, like, makeshift office, like, um, in, in my apartment and stuff. It was, it was funny.
0: Okay. And uh, so let's move to the part where you guys, you guys build the brand and the community, which where I start to, like, follow you guys. So so for context, if you guys can check out Links a lot, YouTube and Facebook group, you guys can see, like, how much value Nick and Chris are giving every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I love the name. I yeah. think it's really funny. I think it was Nick's idea. Uh, At the colors and everything. So That was you know. me. Yeah. <laughs> It's really cool. <laughs> but you guys also do this like weekly live stream. Like how did that come to your mind? Like how, what was that idea to start a podcast, a live stream? How did it help you? Was that the thing that started your business to take off?
1: Uh, in the very beginning, um, one of the courses that Nick got started on then he gave me was called OMG Machines, which now in SEO, I feel like no one really talks about them. What but I know OMG? they're still around. It's just a, a group of guys that had kind of like this community and course type thing. And um, there was a guy on there that um, I kind of knew him as their their PBN guy, his name was Greg Mortenson. And he did this like kind of thing, which he called, office hours or something where basically paid members of the course uh, could just ask them random questions and so when we first started we would get these clients and they wouldn't really know what we were what they were doing right and we had this very friendly website and everything set up um but at the same time so it's like it was attracting kind of people that didn't know what they were doing and they wanted help but we didn't want to be like giving this like personal consulting to everyone like all the time right we want to just like build links for them instead of like really holding their hand right um so we actually so based on the kind of office hours idea of greg from omg machines and and just kind of these large amount of customer service messages that were asking for help, we decided to make the Facebook group as a place where like, hey, we'll answer your question, just post it in the group so that everyone else can see the answer at the same time. So it was basically like the idea of being able to answer a customer service, but everyone or a lot of people seeing it at the same time, rather than just spending that time typing the message to one person to yeah. see it. Right. So basically like the idea of trying to optimize our time. Yeah. It's yeah. all
0: about efficiency. I love it. Yeah.
1: And then the, um, so we started doing the live streams, uh, just in the Facebook group. Group at that time, and then we're like, well, hey, we're kind of like, you know, we should do it on YouTube as well because why not? And then, um, you know, putting uh, chopping the videos up and throwing them up on YouTube is just like the next mm-hmm. uh, logical progression from there. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then the podcast. So like. I have so many guests on your shows and I sometimes steal
1: your guests to my show so yeah go steal them all everyone we have on our podcast is great and way smarter than us right Uh, and that's the idea is that you know we just wanted to have these um, you know it's good for branding as well because you get to kind of like be associated with these other people or whatever but most of the time like when we have people on our podcast we're literally asking them on the podcast because we think they're smart we like them and we want to ask them questions and we should have honestly started doing the podcast a lot sooner and we probably should do more episodes like at a higher frequency because i feel like it's just such a strong thing like people really like video and it's just really strong for branding and stuff yeah yeah.
0: yeah. are you guys also available like spotify and apple
1: no okay so we should probably do that too i know
0: it just takes like two clicks but yeah that's you're it. gonna
1: have to teach me i'll, I'll ask you after this <laughs> okay
0: okay um so with all like it's basically organic marketing what you guys are doing with like the live streams and the videos and uh, is that something you would suggest to new business owners as well
1: get on video okay get on yeah i feel like video is so strong yeah you know, it sounds weird saying this is an seo because you know we're primarily concerned with pumping out content and optimizing like written content and stuff but you know to be completely honest i feel like so like when i search for something i'm not reading people's articles unless it's like something very specific and like someone i know um normally when i search for stuff i'm adding reddit at the end or so i'm watching a video on like youtube or whatever right um, like how about you
0: uh, it really depends i sometimes i feel like uh, I, as somebody asked me the same question whether i still read and i do read because sometimes i read faster and find the answer faster if i read but if it's a review on something and i want to see the product yeah. it has to be a video
1: yeah, you're right. So probably for like some informational type stuff, I do look at articles a lot, which SGE will probably kill, right? Uh, for a lot of the stuff. But uh, yeah, I would I would just say like get on video, do all the things. I think Matt Diddy says that. Like just do like all the channels, you know? And uh, yeah, good customer service and just like be like very like transparent with everything that you're doing and yeah. have good like FAQs and just um, um, like copy and paste stuff. You can like scale stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yes, yes,
0: yes. And now um, moving on to you as an entrepreneur, like how big is your team? Like, uh, um,
1: so we we actually have like a very like strange situation with our team, which a lot of people uh, I don't think I've met anyone that has a team that's like this. So like as far as uh, people that I deal with directly, there's probably less than ten people, and then we have a partner in India, which Nick has known for a while, who um, actually handles a lot of our SOPs. So basically, we give them our SOPs, like our processes for stuff, like this is exactly how you want we want you to do it, and then they they handle like hiring, training, firing all of that stuff so i and we don't even know how many people they have working for us they just send us a bill like every month and it's very fair so we're we've been able to kind of like take a shortcut on a lot of like this time that would be involved in like managing the team by like outsourcing it in that way yeah and yeah so mm-hmm. we can just focus on other stuff
0: wow okay that's also like a great angle like a lot of people who want to hire and like you know get the big team and stuff but it seems like you guys are working with another company to yeah to take care of Uh, Yeah. yeah.
1: And I haven't met anyone else that's doing that. And no, anyone watching, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, Yeah, because we love them and we don't want them getting too busy. Right,
0: right. (laughs) But if you do want to get to an outsourcing company, I'll link down aristosourcing.com.
1: Cool. Sounds good
0: yeah okay um right and my question what is my next question do you consider more yourself are you looking at yourself more as an seo like the expert or do you look at yourself as an entrepreneur
1: i honestly don't consider myself an entrepreneur at all i don't even know what that word means um i you know i got into seo and i was just i fell in love with seo like immediately i liked that it was kind of sketchy i liked like the black hat stuff like when i when we when i first started i was like way more into like black hat like pbn and um stuff than i am now even though we like we we still respect it. We still like utilize it, but to a much smaller extent, and kind of focus on uh, much more like sustainable, kind of like safe stuff uh, versus that yeah super like black hat kind of route. Yeah. Sorry. What, what the? What is the question? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, entrepreneur versus
1: SEO. <laughs> oh yeah. So I definitely consider myself like more of an SEO, but I feel like yeah. So when you're an SEO in the beginning, you're just focused on SEO, right? But the longer you stay in it, the longer you realize I need to do all this other stuff. You know, I need to do email. I need to do good customer service. I need to focus on product more. I need to work work on like branding and image i need to Work on email, need to work on pay. Like you, you just start doing like all of this stuff, right? So even though like SEO is definitely more of my expertise, and I'm I'm way more of an expert in SEO than anything else. Like all the other stuff I told you before, I'm just like a total noob on. But you kind of learn about it, and uh, you start utilizing it. And even if you can't do it yourself, like it's something you could outsource, and you could kind of like know what's going on, right? So right now, I'm definitely consider myself an SEO who's like a who's also a marketer. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess I guess in the end, you really just become like a business person, right? I'm a business person who knows how to do SEO. I love that.
0: Yes, yeah. I love that. When I first started SEO, I think that was my like I started social media, but I still I wasn't sure what I was doing. And then I got into SEO and then you know learning keyword research, search intent, and you know, learning all these processes because mm-hmm. for SEO you need to produce a lot on mm-hmm. like a consistent basis. And I just grew into this marketer. So I definitely see what you're saying when you said you're more an SEO, but then when you do SEO more, you realize you become an overall marketer, digital marketer. And because marketing is so related to uh, eventually sales and like revenue, you will eventually become a business mindset person, yeah. business person as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: yeah and that's like um you know we we get people asking us a lot like what should i focus on or like what's important that kind of stuff and we end up auditing a lot of people's websites on our live streams and uh, just people asking us for help in the group and whatever and probably like the biggest thing that we see is we see people starting where we started and they're only focusing on seo which isn't bad you know we started there too but i feel like especially now you really have to focus on all the other stuff as well like you really need to show google that you're like a legitimate business you're a legitimate website this is like especially geared towards a lot of like affiliate marketers right because they come in with this website with like no love put into it it's just like they're trying to like scale content as fast as possible no one would ever click on a link and like convert uh, it doesn't look trustworthy at all there's like no kind of brand feel or anything it's just they're purely focused on seo and they don't focus on any of the other stuff and so like our biggest like advice to people is like come the brand like do all the stuff like not only is it good for making like your business successful but it's good for like your seo as well because google likes to see all this stuff with like you know all the EEAT stuff. I like to see that you're actually a legitimate business and not someone in their basement who's learned SEO and is trying to get like easy clicks and traffic, right? And convert on affiliate offers. So yeah, it's like my number one advice to people is do all the stuff, become the brand, try to like expand past SEO. That can still be your your like focal point, like organic traffic can still be your number one, but you have to put some kind of like energy into the other stuff as well and become a little more well-rounded, especially with all the AI stuff, you know, SGE coming out, just, and doing this stuff, not only will make you more successful, as a business and as an SEO, but it also kind of protects you in the future as well, right? With just the way Google is moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just very good to be able to uh diversify your traffic and just to feel a little bit safer and not just super highly dependent on organic, right? I
0: agree with you. And you are not the only person who has been emphasizing that focus on the brand. And I love how SEOs are slowly shifting to this mindset, which again creates a bridge between a lot of creative people and creative marketers and uh, like performance-based marketers together. So, you know, I have video editing friends, graphic designer friends, and all of a sudden their work becomes a lot more important to website owners as well
1: for sure yeah like once the website owner realizes that hey we need to focus on more than just like pumping content then yeah it brings all these other people into the mix i mean it's good for yeah it's good for everybody
0: yeah yeah it's good for learning management too because managing different type of people right like managing a creative person versus a very logical person is like completely different for sure yeah yeah so i kind of find myself in that mix right now and i don't know which one am i maybe i'm a bit of mix of both (laughs) yeah
1: i feel like you're a pretty good mix of both i can definitely see the creative parts of you and all of your work as well though i feel like you have definitely like a strong creative foundation you're definitely a lot more well-rounded than a lot of seos are (laughs)
0: thanks (laughs) thank you i mean podcasting is great for links Mm -hmm. so that's i i discovered that
1: yeah you're gonna give us a link right
0: of course. Oh, man, Which I'm is deaf. why if you people would like to find you guys, where can they find you? Uh,
1: yeah, you could head over to sirlinksalot.co if you're in the market for some backlinks, but we also got like you know our content over there, uh, our newsletter, all that stuff. Um, or you can join us in our Facebook group, SEO Roundtable, or you could just search for Sir Linksalot. it's not to be confused with SE Roundtable, very different. Uh, and then uh, you could, yeah, join us on YouTube. You just search for Sir Links A Lot. We're over there making videos and podcasts and stuff.
0: Amazing. And before we leave off, what is that one, number one advice you would give
1: to your younger self? My younger self? I don't know. So I talked to you about this recently and I was saying, you know, because you're so much younger than me and I feel like you have such a head start, right? Like by the time you're my age, you're going to be like miles ahead of where I am. And so every now and then I would say, well, I wish I would have started earlier, but I had a lot of fun (laughs) earlier. So I'm not sure if I would do it or not. But I I would probably say, like, it it would be okay. I could have, like, started, like, doing some stuff and, like, developing skills a little earlier instead of teaching English for as long as I did. I I don't know if I'd change it or not. But, yeah, I mean, starting early is definitely better than starting late, right? Right. I agree. Maybe not very good advice, but...
0: it's a great reflection so that people can kind of hear the way you think and the way you reflect i think that's also very helpful for a lot of people
1: yeah there's always time to start though like there's i feel like it's never too late either Like, you can always like pick up uh skills especially now like you don't need school or anything like literally just go on the internet and start like studying how people do stuff and do anything it's crazy
0: amazing all right thank you chris for joining the podcast Yeah, thanks for
1: having me it's been awesome